Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 30th of January, 2019 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. We are almost at another new year here in Hong Kong, the year of the pig. We're lucky in this international city because we celebrate two new years. Two chances for change and renewal, for celebration and for giving thanks. Family is a complicated thing, and as we gird our loins for more eating and drinking and family celebrations, we'll be listening to Tracy's story about the frustration she feels with one of her own family members. After Tracy's story, we have a mini-story from Sheridan from May 2017 about, well, I'll let you find that one out for yourself. Before we get to the stories, however, a big thank you goes out to our hometown listeners in Hong Kong. We're grateful for your continued support. Big shout-outs, too, go to listeners in Halifax, Nova Scotia in Canada, Dallas, Texas in the USA, and Walthamstow in the United Kingdom. Thanks for letting our stories into your ears. This evening, our storytellers will once again take to the stage for our January live show that has the theme, New Territories. It's going to be a great show, but unfortunately for you, the tickets are already sold out. Find out where to get tickets for our February show, or even how to get on stage yourself. Go to hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than comedy. It's better than drama. It's real life. Now from our special November show, which was part of the Hong Kong International Literary Festival in November 2018, here is Tracy. My husband and I just celebrated our 18-year wedding anniversary. But we've actually been living together since 1997. So that's 21 years of sharing a home. Now, there's some statistic that says that easily half of relationships like ours end in divorce. But these days, I'm more curious about the ones that stay together. I want to know how many of those guys keep their rings on but are secretly going absolutely crazy and want to murder each other most of the time. Did that come out sounding a little bit angry? I'm sorry. See, I've been working really, really hard on controlling my rage. I've been doing a lot of reading, and I've been practicing my mantras, and I am trying to just focus on the big picture and not sweat any of the small stuff, you know? I'm trying really hard to just be zen. But it's not that easy, because I have these three kids, and this busy life, and like a thousand moving parts. And most of the time, I feel really on edge, and that I never really get a chance to rest. Even like the other night. Somehow, I managed to get my kids into bed early. I don't know what happened, I think I just got lucky. And they went to sleep without their usual hour of mind games and evil trickery. I was like, yes. So I told my husband that I was going to go to bed early too. But he said that he still had some phone calls to make and some work to do, so he was going to stay up. So I was like, fine, that's cool. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. Watch this. I give you permission to take all the time and space you need. 
just whatever you do, just try to keep it down out there. You know, just try to be a little bit quiet because he knows how hard it is for me to fall asleep at night. Like in addition to my anger issue, there's a chance, a tiny chance that I'm a little bit high strung. It's small. Um, But I'm working on that too. And I have tools. So this is one of the things I do. I unpack my mind before I go to sleep. So I take a deep breath. I take one thought. and I take it out and I put it to the side. And then I take another thought out. I put that one to the side too. And in this way, I lull myself into a state of relaxation. So that's what I was doing that night. I was lying in bed, unpacking my mind, when I started to hear my husband outside the living room on the phone. And here's just a quick disclaimer, okay? Just so that there is no question in this room tonight. My husband is awesome, okay? (laughs) I am grateful for the blessing that is my spouse. (laughs) He's super smart, he's funny, he's handsome, he's tall. He's not afraid to kill a cockroach. He's everything that I ever could have wanted in a man. It's true. But the way that this guy speaks on the phone is ridiculous. Like, you can't just hold the phone and talk into it like a normal person. No. He has to plug his headset in and then walk expansively around the apartment, moving his hands and orating as if he's giving a freaking TED Talk. So there I am, lying in bed, and I can hear him the whole time outside in the living room, you know, pacing, gesticulating, projecting, in German. (laughs) Which is how I knew that he was on the phone with his mother. So then I had to ask myself if what I really wanted to do wasn't crawl out of bed and press my ear to the door to see if I could understand what they were saying about me. Because you know that's what was going on. But I stopped myself. I stopped myself. And I said, no, no, that's, that's not what we're doing here tonight. Because anger does not build anything, but it can destroy everything. <laughs> so we are going to block out the German TED Talk. <laughs> we're going to focus on the big picture. Sleep is within reach. And it worked. It worked. I must have drifted off, and I slept for about an hour. And then I guess my husband finished up his phone calls and his work, and he figured that sleep was within his reach, too. So he came into our room and started to get ready. Now, as I mentioned, we've been living together for 21 years. So you would think that he could remember to close the door to the bathroom. But you would be wrong. No, he leaves the door wide open, light on. The first thing I hear is this bzzz. That's the electric toothbrush. And I say, self, self, tamp down the rage. Remember our hard work. You can find something positive here. Oral hygiene is important. 
But after that, there came this shh. Now, I don't know if it's the way the bathroom is connected to my bedroom or if it was the acoustics of the bathroom tile, but this was literally the most thunderous, reverberating pee that any human male has ever expelled from his body. I mean, it was so loud, it sounded like it was right here, like right next to my head. And this is what I'm talking about, right? Like, this is the thing that will drive you to a murderous rampage, yeah? This is it. This is torture. This is a war crime. This is sleep deprivation caused by your spouse's unbelievably powerful stream of urine. But again, keep it together, I say so. You are not a homicidal maniac. <laughs> you are not sweating the small stuff. So we're not going to get eight hours of sleep, you know? Maybe we're only going to get six. It's okay. it's okay. I took a deep breath, closed my eyes, and soon he finished. He got into bed, and I felt the weight of his body settling beside me. And this was comforting because I knew at this point... It was over. There'd be no more noise. Everybody here is going to get some sleep. So I use the last of my tools, relaxed. Take that last thought out. I unpack it. My mental suitcase is totally empty. When all of a sudden, I hear this crunch, and I bolt straight up in bed, and I look around. I'm like, what the actual fuck was that? (laughs) And I turn to my husband, and he is eating the crispest, crunchiest apple that has ever been imported into Hong Kong. And I am speechless, because really... What kind of a lunatic brushes their teeth first (laughs) and then gets into bed and eats an apple? I I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. And it's like this right here. This is the thing that makes people kill each other, you know? (laughs) Like, I want to know how many people all over the world every night are driven out of their minds by their supposed loved ones eating loud fruit. Like, just inches from where they're trying to sleep, you know? Anger does not build anything, and it can destroy everything. And right about now, that sounds pretty fucking good. (laughs) So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, are you serious right now? And here's my husband, chewing, eating his apple, like genuinely confused. (laughs) And I'm glaring at him. And I'm glaring at that stupidly ripe apple. And after a moment, he seems to get it. And he's like, oh... And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) So he stops chewing. 
And he holds his hand out. <laughs> and he says, here, fine. Go ahead, have a bite. Some may say that sharing is caring, but it isn't always appropriate. Still, apples are delicious, so it's pretty hard to resist one. Listening to our storytellers never causes marital problems, even at a workshop where the stories are rough and often unfinished. When you're ready to share your story, make sure to bring it to one of our free storytelling workshops, and our storyteller hosts will show you the road to making your story the very best it can be. Check out the details on HongKongStories.com. If you like the podcast, you can also write us a review or drop us an email. Maybe even include a short story of your own. We love hearing from our audience members from wherever they're listening. And now here is a mini story from Sheridan, which she told in a show in 2017. You may change your mind about that apple. I'm stuck at the office. I've been there all day. No food, no time to eat. I can't even go for a swim. I have to finish this story before I can go get anything to eat. And I realize someone has brought me a bag of these lollipops. You know, the kinds with the plastic straw and they're hollow in the middle. They're in my drawer. I rip one open, put it in my mouth. Type, 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 type. Suddenly, the candy breaks apart like a thin shell. And I don't know what's going on. I feel this tingling in my mouth, but I don't want to stop typing. So I open my mouth and I realize there are ants running up the side of my face into my hair. As you heard one of the audience members say at the end of that clip, that's just wrong. Thanks for listening to these stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. Our usual and undiminished thanks go out to our fabulous host, The October Show, Edward, and to the host of the May 2017 show and the Litfest show, Janita. These two curated and directed the stories in their shows and we want to thank them for it. Our hosts do amazing work. The music for this podcast was created and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Tracy has asked that Cousin Jimmy on Long Island be sent a special hello from us here at Hong Kong Stories. So, hi, Cousin Jimmy. Everyone has a story to tell. May the upcoming year of the pig bring you joy, health, and happiness. <laughs>